one thing before we start. She wants the coffee back to be seen. It's not being seen. Okay, right move now. it. You got a coffee cup? No. Okay. I do have a coffee cup, but I, I don't want to go through this maze. So if you want to go grab sure. it, you're going to go to that very first cabinet above the sink. Okay. Right there. She can hear us. We just can't hear her right while she's on mm -hmm. screen. We launched our coffee this week, so <laughs> we're just showing it. <laughs> That what's brewing says mug is. You see the what's brewing? Okay. What do I normally say? What was the next episode of what's brewing is? I'm Shelly. I'm Bianca. Now the cup is not being seen. That's fine. That's fine. It's not that big. Yeah. I'll show the cup. Welcome to the next episode. Yeah. Ready? Mm -hmm. Welcome to the next episode of What's Brewing? I'm Shelly. I'm Bianca. And I'm Deanna. And here we come together to serve the brew. Yeah, we're back. Another episode, guys. <laughs> yes. yes. And we're just going to kick things right off today. We have a very special guest. Um, we will allow her to introduce herself and tell us what brings her to the table with us today. Yeah. Hi, Debbie. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. How are yeah, you? Doing great. Good. Good. Um, so I guess I'll just introduce myself. My name is Debbie. I am uh, the owner and meditation coach from Haven Inspired. Mm -hmm. um, I'm here because uh, mental health or Mental Illness Awareness Week is coming up. And it's a great time to have a conversation about our mental health, um, specifically talking through like meditation. Um, so that's what brings me here today, just to kind of give you guys some insight to meditation and just talking about mental health in general. We are so glad you're here. It, yes, should, be, it should be Mental Health uh, Week every week. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Especially with the times that we're in. So, exactly. yeah. <laughs> so, we often like to get things started with like a few icebreaker questions um, before sure. we get deep into the discussion. And it also gives us and our audience a way to get to know you a little better. So, I have some icebreakers. Um, I'll start off with what's your favorite day of the week and why? Ooh. Favorite day of the week <laughs> is Friday. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, for one, typically is the end of the end of the week, mm -hmm. um, but it also just kind of like spearheads like the weekend. So it's usually like a nice planning day for me, just to kind of be like, hey, like, what do I want to do this weekend? Is it going to be a chill, laid back weekend, or am I going to go out with the girls or have some fun? So um, I have to say Friday. All right. All right. That's a good one. Uh, Mondays. I love Mondays. Mondays are always like the start of something fresh. So normally if I like, I'm trying to like meal prep or... Huh? I said Monday is my favorite. Yeah. I love the whole fresh start. It's starting a Monday off with like 
new ideas and things to get done, you know, after a relaxing weekend. So Mondays for me. Um, oh, that's a tough question because, you know, I was going to say Saturday, but then Debbie said Friday. It's the 24 hours from the time I clock out of work on Friday <laughs> to Saturday morning because I feel free. I feel like letting my hair down. I'm relaxing. I'm like a glass of wine, me please. The other day. Yes. <laughs> Um, and then when I wake up Saturday morning, it's like, you know, I can wake up at my leisure unless I have something to do. Um, but then, you know, Saturday midday, I'm like, oh, I got to do this. I got to do that. Let me get going. So it's that 24 hours between when I clock out of work and <laughs> Saturday morning. <laughs> yeah, I think Saturday is my favorite day because I feel like it's the one day that Potentially, maybe I might not have anything to do. Maybe but I mean, most <laughs> time on Saturdays I have stuff to do too. But it is less uh, pressure. Like mm-hmm. I don't have to be up as early, yeah. or you know, I don't yeah. have to worry about work the next day. So I think Saturday for me is is my favorite day. Okay. Um, what do you do when you're bored? When I'm bored, um, usually most likely something creative. Um, or, I mean, a, a good reality show here and there, <laughs> <laughs> just to kind of release some stress. Um, what but yeah, usually reality show, reality shows, mm-hmm. um, and it's a guilty pleasure. Cause I'm like, I really shouldn't be partaking in this just with the mindset of it all. So sometimes even after I watch it, I have to kind of like, okay, I need to oh, delete <laughs> all of what I just watched. Um, but I'm definitely a Housewives fan, okay. so um, yeah, that's probably what I'm watching the most, or Married to Medicine. <laughs> yes. Yeah. My favorite, what do I do when I'm bored? Um, I, social media, for whatever reason. <laughs> um, I play games on my phone, and then maybe, you know, one of the real Housewives of a certain blank here. Yeah. yeah. Um, for me, my mind is always going for sure something creative. So I do graphic design. So I'm always like I can I can design anywhere. Um, I I literally was designing on my way here. <laughs> I know it's so bad, but um, I'll design when I'm bored and have nothing to do. Try to be creative. Yeah, um, I'm like I don't feel like I have many nothing to do bored moments, but I will like catch up on some bits binge watch something on Netflix or play games on my phone or scroll Facebook. Yeah, those type of things. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, what's your shoe, shoe size? I'm like, I knew I wasn't going to be able to ask I am definitely a proud Bigfoot girl. So uh, my size is 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm okay with, with that. I respectfully decline. Oh my God. <laughs> I am a seven. Seven, seven and a half. Uh, favorite color? Oh, pink. You'll always see me in pink. Even if you look at, like, my feed uh, on Instagram or whatever, I'm going to have on something pink. (laughs) 
My daughter would love that. She's delicious as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, I teeter chatter between blue and yellow. I'm blue. I, I teeter or equally distribute my love for black and rose gold. Yeah, that's very true. Very true. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Yeah. Um, favorite band or artist? Hmm. Ooh. Um, there's so many. It's like hard to like pinpoint, but I'm like a neo soul type of girl. Yeah. Um, so I love like um like a Jill Scott female. Mm -hmm. Um, even though this this artist is kind of back and forth between soul and like pop, um, I love me some John Legend. Yeah. So, yeah. Love I think that. for me. It depends on my mood, but I have to say yeah. about Marley. Yeah, that's very, very true. <laughs> uh, I am a Mary J. Blige girl. Like, I always have to see her in concert. This is the first time in, like, a long time that I didn't see her when she was here um, in Chicago. So I was so mad. I tried to act like it wasn't happening. <laughs> but I love live music. So any, any live music that I can catch, but definitely Mary J. Blige is my favorite artist. Yeah, I would have to say Jill Scott too. Nice. Cool. You never go wrong with Jill Scott. No. Plus, <laughs> we're from the same area. So. Oh, cool. You're from, from Philly? Philly? Yeah. So I'm from the suburbs of Philadelphia, but okay. like I always, you know, identify with like people from Philly. Just that's the language awesome. and the, the vibe and the energy. <laughs> yeah, that's that's on my list of places that I want to go. Same. <laughs> yeah, definitely have to visit Philly. I want to try a cheesesteak. A real Philly cheesesteak. You have to do that if you go to Philly. <laughs> you have to. What's your favorite food? Ooh. Um, Dang, it's changed a lot, but I have to say, like pizza mm -hmm. is like a guilty pleasure. Yeah. Um, just started getting used to putting vegetables on it instead of. A <laughs> but uh, but yeah, still pizza. <laughs> My pizza game recently just grew up to that. Be uh, started putting vegetables and making my own homemade pizza. Mm. But yeah, pizza has always <laughs> been my fave. Listen, listen. So deep dish pizza is good for what it is, but I just like for some reason I just like a nice New York style like big slice of pizza. Yeah. Do you so, fold your pizza? Yeah, you gotta fold it and then you gotta you know eat it and the grease just runs down your pan. Like that's the best. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> we, we gotta try it. We gotta try it. Um, what's your What's your favorite pizza place here? Um, well, I've been on a healthy kick, so I've been like dibbling, dabbling in vegan um food. Okay. So I've been doing mod pizza simply because, like, uh -huh. like a full like vegan. Uh -huh. pizza. Yeah. Um, but if I'm not trying to do that, I'm like a home running girl. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, so yeah, that's primarily what I, or uh, Jets pizza. Usually. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you've been having some basic pizzas <laughs> in your Chicago. I'm in the suburbs. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm not in the city. <laughs> so we gotta like get you some real Chicago pizza. But so that's that's why you're like, uh, yeah. Yeah, we gotta take you out to, to some good places. Okay. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite condiment? Ooh. Um, oh, it's hard. That's a question. <laughs> like hot sauce. I mean, hot sauce. I'm like a sauce girl. Like it's just like I have to have some type of sauce. So like I would say hot sauce probably, but um. I always like have Chick Fil A sauce packets like everywhere, uh -huh. <laughs> just to kind of spice it up a little bit um, with my food. But yeah, I would say hot sauce. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't know, mayo. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Anxiety. I'm like, where do I go? Like, what do I do? So, 
it's just about I, I don't know. I have you you'll you'll teach me for sure how to kind of like center myself back and when things get crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, how to center myself so I can properly meditate, bring everything in, think the thoughts through. Mm-hmm. So, so. Yes. so Debbie, if you could tell us in our audience the the services that you offer, yeah. uh, where they can find you, and talk a little bit more about the art of meditation. Yeah, so um, so Haven Inspired is a virtual meditation studio. So it's basically where we have classes that are specific for beginners. That's, you guys took the beginners class. Um, and then there are a variation of meditations thereafter that that kind of helps to build community and to build support. Um, when building your meditation practice, because it is something that is um, more of a slow pace type of thing. It's something that you're supposed to practice and and to like gradually work yourself into um, instead of trying to go at it full force. Yeah. So um, it's meant to help build community, um, especially within the African-American community because of the fact that Meditation is such a can be a stigma within our community. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons why I ended up starting Haven Inspired was just to be able to give people a, a safe space, specifically, um, not just only when solely, but specifically for our community um, to have a safe space to kind of talk through and work through the the meditation practice and how um, how it can involve with evolve within your life. Yeah. Um, so you can find me at Haven Inspired on Instagram, Facebook. I do have free meditations on YouTube if you want to listen to samples. All of them are at Haven Inspired. Very cool. Thank, Thank you. you. Why do you think that there's that stigma? Where does that come from? Is it because, I don't know, we feel like it's something that's not needed? Or, or what do you find uh, from your, your clientele? I think it depends on the background of the clientele. So a lot of times, like if, if even if it's just speaking to, um, you know, the African American community, uh, there's a stigma that, you know, um, it's for other religions Mm -hmm. where primarily a lot of us are Christian. Um, So, and not all of us, but just say primarily the U.S. Um, yeah. are Christians. Yeah. Um, so, but the Bible talks about meditation throughout it. Mm-hmm. And just to me, myself personally, I've always heard about, oh, you should meditate um, as far as like under the Christian banner, but you never understood how or what that looked like um, and what the practical side of it looks like and how it could be beneficial. Um, so that's one of the reasons why I took to it to kind of blend the two. Um, just so that way there is like a practical way of practicing, but then also if you are more of a spiritual person, finding a way to bring it into your spiritual life as well and how they can work hand in hand. Um, so, so yeah. Do you find yourself meditating during the day? Like when, when you're going through, like for, for me, I like to start my morning, my morning quiet with yoga and just, you know, kind of trying to get ready and prepared for the day. Yeah. Um, the day then starts and, you know, so many things are going on. What would you tell a person on how to, um, would you say meditate throughout the day or is it just a one thing, one time a day needed? 
I like to tell people that meditation isn't just the act of sitting down and actually like focusing and meditating. Mm -hmm. um, doing that as a practice is great because it gets you in the habit of it, but you can use it at any point of, at any point of day. Um, especially in those times when you're doing repetitive motion. So like the things that you do on a daily basis, like driving, uh -huh. or um, if you are like just washing dishes, something that's just like something that you do without even thinking about it. Um, those are times where you can kind of just have that awareness of, okay, where am I right now? What am I doing right now? Um, am, am I focused? Am I in the moment as I'm doing it? Or is it just um, something that's kind of being repetitive and operating on autopilot? Um, yeah. That's something that I try to be aware of all of the time as far as like, am I operating in autopilot or am I actually present? Like when I'm at home with my kids, am I, am I actually at home with my kids or am I still at work? Mm. Or when I'm at work, am I really at work and focusing on work or am I still at home with the kids? So, <laughs> so you, you meditate. I mean, and that's just the same with prayer too. You meditate and you pray all day. Your thoughts are prayers. Your thoughts are meditation. Yeah. Anything yeah. that you are processing through your brain is, is, um, is a, is a source or a kind of meditation. So. I love that. That's going to be my next uh, Facebook status. Your thoughts are <laughs> prayers. I love that. That's yeah. Very awesome. yeah. yeah. And it kind of takes the, um, the pressure away from saying, okay, I have to stop doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Structured like this particular way or that particular way. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned you have kids. How many children do you have and how old are you? I have two. So I have a little girl. She'll be 13 tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> and I have a son. He is 14. So, oh, yeah. Close yeah. to me. Yeah. Debbie, you look like a baby. I know. Everybody says that. And, you know, I actually take that as a compliment. It was like, oh, I thought you were like 25. I'm like, no, add 10 years. That's okay. That's all right. That's that meditation. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, this is what meditation can do for you. All right. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, what, what are some of the ways that you think um, or, you know, that you advise folks on how meditation is beneficial to the mind, body, soul. Yeah. I mean, there's so many benefits to meditation. It's, it's kind of endless. But um, when it comes to the main benefits and what I see a lot for me, well, I'll talk about myself personally first. So the way that I got started with meditation was because I really did have a difficulty with managing difficult emotions. Mm -hmm. um, so when it came to managing difficult emotions, the main ones that I had difficulty with were anxiety and anger. Um, mm -hmm. So I found myself consistently anxious and anxiety is, an, is a whole nother beast because it shows up in different ways in our lives. Um, and not the most common ways um, that you would think of, whether it be like panic attacks or whatever, it shows up in so many other ways. Um, so I had to realize for one, that I needed something to help channel that. 
And then after um, I went through a divorce and then right after my um, the separation and, and divorce, I went through a job loss. So things and then like car breaking down, like just losing friends. Like it was just a mess. Right. Kind of like yeah. situations where it just kept back to back to back, like bam, 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 just getting punched in the face, like everywhere you go, just like yeah. <laughs> just craziness. Um, and I needed to find a way to mitigate that. Um, so handling um, difficult emotions was definitely my reason for starting to meditate. But um, even if it's a matter of learning how to focus, if you have like a short attention span, um, if you're um, looking to relieve stress or relaxation, um, if you're finding a way to also not just like deal with difficult, difficult emotions, but mitigating emotions, um, bringing awareness to, to yourself um, is another reason, reasons to start meditating. Um, there's so many, there's so many, um, just finding ways to be present, um, even if it's relieving stress or, or pain, not just in the mind, but in the body. Um, there's also another way to actually help with, um, if you are spiritual, bringing yourself to, um, be a more spiritual and be more connected to the God that you serve. Um, so, and, and that's another reason why I got into it too. Um, because when it comes to prayer in general, we never really take the time to sit and listen. Um, so, I just take prayer as speaking to God and meditation as hearing from God. Yes. Um, so that was my way of like just trying to uh, hear because I, I did a lot of talking and not a lot of listening. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So um, those are a few benefits, but there's so many on top of that. Yes, yes. Yeah, that that resonated a lot of those different things. It seems like they just like attack you all at once. Like it's mm -hmm. so hard to it's so hard to kind of handle everything when everything's being thrown at you. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I think at a certain point, you, you um, when it comes to like going through those different types of things, like the back to back to back, like building self confidence. Yeah. Is it was something for me that I needed too because it's like once you go through so many different things at one time, it just starts taking you down a notch every time. I felt like every time something hit me, it's just a notch down each time. So you, sometimes meditation is there to help build yourself back up. I also think it's pretty good for day to day, um, you know, just day to day stress, life, you yeah. know, work, family, all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, what would you recommend for someone like me who can't be quiet enough to like do it? So when we did your meditation with you, I felt like I was able to focus a lot more than the previous class I had taken. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, after a certain amount of time with it, I'm like thinking about grocery lists and what do I need to do next? And yeah other stuff and till I'm like oh wait I'm meditating let me focus again so yeah, yeah I mean ultimately when it comes to that that's normal that's going to happen um I always tell people who struggle with the focus portion of it to start with um very short increments of time so like 
when it comes to like med some of the meditations I have on my YouTube channel are three minutes long. Um, mm -hmm. And even sometimes three minutes is a long time. Um, so <laughs> just starting with like really with short periods of time and then working your way up to longer periods of time. Um, yeah. And then also I like to tell a lot of people is to integrate it into your routine, um, connect it with something that you already do every day. So okay. like for me, my affirmations, I would always forget to do my affirmations in the morning. Um, so I started just connecting that with brushing my teeth. So as okay. I'm brushing my teeth, my affirmations are right there on my wall and I brush my teeth and I read through my affirmations. By the time I'm done reading through my affirmations, I'm done brushing my teeth. So just, you know, finding a way to integrating it to, into your routine. When it comes to like meditation, I always, I was already praying in the morning. So mm -hmm. I would start with my prayer and then move into meditation because you're petitioning and then you're listening. Um, or you can switch it around and where you're listening and then you petition because sometimes I switch it up depending on what I need. Um, sometimes I need to like hear first before I even know what to pray about. Cause a lot of times I'm yeah. like, like, Lord, you, you know, my heart, that's about, that's all I got. <laughs> um, so sometimes you have to do it backwards, but you know, just finding what works best for you and integrating it into your routine and being realistic. Like if you know you're not going to sit and do a 10, 15 minute meditation, then don't say, oh, I'm going to do a 10, 15 minute meditation. Like if you, if you know that you can do two minutes, that you can do three minutes. Yeah. Say, okay. Like, all right. So after prayer in the morning, I'm going to do a three minute meditation. Um, and then just kind of go from there to the point where it's a habit. And then once it becomes a habit, then you can start adding to it. That's a great tip. That's definitely something I can do because I see the 10 minute meditations like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's helpful to do, sorry, I think it's helpful to do the guided meditations um, versus just trying to go at it alone if yeah. you're not, um, you know, if you're not already apt to doing it. The, yeah. the guided meditations have helped me, you know, versus me just trying to say I'm going to meditate and then you know like you said like your mind starts wandering off but even if that happens um I, when I am aware of it I try to direct myself back to the meditation point but I think guided meditation is helpful when you're newly starting out absolutely yeah. yeah and i like the one you did it with us where it wasn't a long period of time and yeah. i i, I kind of cheated a little bit i was doing laundry i was in the car on my computer. <laughs> like, you know i like i just i have to my mind is always moving and thinking and you know going so it's hard for me to do that um 10 minutes too where it's like that 10 minutes is not even a long time but I'm gonna start off with two minutes. Yeah. Start. Yes. And I, I like that too. Um, are you gonna do a short guided meditation with us in our audience today? Yeah, sure we can. We but can definitely awesome. do a short one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's keep it a minute. I'll <laughs> <laughs> set a timer when you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, we can definitely do that when you're ready. Two minutes. Yeah, we can do two minutes. Bye. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready. 
Yeah, but we could um we could definitely do that. Uh we could do that at the end or yeah, we'll do that at the end. Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. that's funny. So I do have a few more questions that are just sure. like, not necessarily completely um um meditation related, but mm -hmm. what is the most interesting thing you heard this week? That's where we're going. <laughs> the most interesting thing I've heard this week. Hmm. Ooh, that's a good question. I would have to say I was, oh, you know what? There is a there is one that came from um Sunday from uh, uh, a sermon. Mm -hmm. And he was actually talking about overthinking and anxiety. Mm -hmm. And I got convicted a little bit because he said a lot of times anxiety doesn't show up in the ways that we typically think that they should. So they may show up in a panic attack or if it shows up into like just overly stressed or just kind of burnout or anything like that. But he said sometimes it can be very subtle. Mm -hmm. And he said anxiety showed up for him in overspending. Mm -hmm. yeah. So a lot of times when we get anxious, we just start buying stuff. Like we just go retail therapy and just yeah. you know, get some shoes and that make me feel better. Or get a dress and then make me feel better. And I was like, oh, I do that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I do that bad. So that was something that stuck out to me this week that I was like, oh, I need to stay on top of that because even though I am mitigating my anxiety from other ways of symptoms, I could be shifting those symptoms to something else. Yeah. Uh, so I would say that would be the biggest thing. Um, I have two. Okay. Um, we pre-recorded another podcast about finances and kind of to piggyback off what you're saying. Um, spending money is emotional. Uh, so, yeah. you know, when the person we were speaking to said that, I was like, oh, yes, I feel like I have to treat myself. So just yeah. like what you were saying, I feel like every time I get paid, I have to treat myself. And if I don't, then it's not right, you know? So that was one thing. And the second um, great thing that I learned this week or what was interesting. interesting thing about this week is Cafe Coco Latte launched our first <laughs> blend of coffee pre-launch started. So on National Coffee Day, September 29th. International Coffee Day is October 1st. Get your bag of Cafe Coco Latte. <laughs> Yet, 
we are cl getting closer and closer every day and we are learning um so you know much. what it takes uh so that we do it right absolutely the first time yeah and, and the second and third and you know until we become that global brand that we set out to be so, yes, we will yeah. continue to meditate until it all comes. <laughs> we are definitely need meditation <laughs> this week yeah. and the week going forward because it's it's tough. It's not the week. Being an entrepreneur, <laughs> which you can definitely speak on too, Debbie. It's, oh yes, <laughs> it's it gets tough. Yeah, know? I think I think you feel as if, and even though we three are doing it together. Sometimes I still feel like, oh, God, you know, there's so much to do every week. Like every week, I feel like we have this new long list of things that need to get done. Yeah. Yeah. Then wow. imposter syndrome like pops in and is like, oh, am I ready for it? it should, yeah. I be, should I be? Oh, doing that? What's that all about? I think I have it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I feel like everybody deals with imposter syndrome to some capacity It's just basically the feeling of I'm an imposter. Like I'm faking it. Like I, mm -hmm. I, I, I'm saying that I'm doing this, but I really don't necessarily personally, personally believe that I can. Yeah. Um, so it's another form of, um, you know, self-doubt I would say. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you're seeing stuff on social media and things like that. Um, yeah. I think, you know, we're all probably guilty of being some imposters out here every mm -hmm. now and then when you're posting. Because for me, I like to post like positive things and yeah. I'm so happy. And I, and most of the time it's true. Um, mm -hmm. But sometimes it's really like my surroundings don't really feel that way. So I'm trying to make everybody else happy. So because <laughs> I'm all on energy and it's tough, you know, when everybody's not feeling the exact same way that that you feel, it's just, it, it gets hard. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Makes sense. Hard out here in the streets. Debbie, do you think people in general, at large or whatever, are uh, afraid of making mistakes, which therefore like can be a stuck point? Just in general, or with with meditation in general, or with meditation. I mean, with with it both, <laughs> with okay. meditation and in in general. Um. Yeah, I feel like a lot of times people also fear success. It's not mm -hmm. always feeling fearing failure, but fe fearing the fact like, oh, like what if it actually does work, and then what happens after that? Um. So. I feel like with meditation specifically, sometimes meditation just can be intimidating, mm -hmm. especially um, looking at people who are experts that have been doing it forever. Um, people sitting in lotus position and they have their hands in this certain, you yeah. know, and they're, you know, they, they look a certain way and have a certain um, aesthetic. Uh, so it can be intimidating. Um, and then also to just making, feeling like you're doing it wrong um, mm -hmm. can sometimes be discouraging. I feel like there isn't necessarily a wrong way to meditate. Like I said, meditation is, um, is uh, it, you know, throughout life, throughout your day. Um, so just, you know, being more mindful there. But I mean, in general, when it comes to making mistakes, um, I feel like, 
with making mistakes is not necessarily always like a fear of making mistakes. It's just not believing in yourself enough um, or not trusting yourself enough. I tell my daughter all the time, like, trust yourself, trust yourself, trust yourself. Because a lot of times it's not even about making the mistakes. It's just a matter of having the confidence and boldness and, and to be courageous enough to step out to do something. Mm -hmm. um, we get used to the norm. Norm is easy. You yeah. know, regular day-to-day routine, what you're used to is easy and being able to step out and doing something is um, fearful. It's scary. Um, and, and, you know, even when it comes to just your body's reaction, um, you know, your nervous system reacts to um, excitement and fear with the same levels of cortisol and, and dopamine. It's the same thing. Um, so when you feel the fear, just uh, mistake it for excitement. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to that. One interesting thing, that, back to that question, too, that I heard, it's like, um, I prayed for strength and mm -hmm. God gave me difficulties. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it's like, you know, you can pray for the things that you want, but he's going to give it to you so you can kind of see yourself coming and rising out of it or, or thinking yeah. about ways to kind of get through it. So I like that, kind of facing your fear. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I used to pray for patience all the time and then wondering why I'm just keep being in situations where I have to be patient, <laughs> you know? So it's like, it's not necessarily, you know, God's not going to just give you, magically give you wisdom or magically give you, you know, patience. He's just going to put you in more situations for you to be wise or for you yeah. to be wiser, for you to trust trust yourself. Um, you know, so be careful what you pray for. You know, you know I'm, I'm sitting back thinking, I, I have my whole life never had patience and I have prayed for patience and now I'm in situations where I'm like, oh, I'm like, you know what? I, I have no I gotta go. <laughs> We're gonna be in waiting periods then. If that if you your waiting period is gonna be just a little bit longer. If you're praying for patience. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna work on that prayer. Um, everyone, ladies, what do you think is the hardest job in the world and why? Ooh. The hardest job, the hardest job I would say is being a parent to me. Um, being trusted by God to guide these little people into adults. Like, even like when I left the hospital with my son, I'm like, so y'all just gonna leave me? Like, <laughs> this is what we doing? Like, it's only been two days. Like, y'all gonna just let me take yeah. it? Like with me, so I would have to say being a parent is definitely very true. Yeah, as soon as the baby is all like ready and in the blanket, I woke up yeah. to my daughter being next to me in the little crib, you know, the little basket. Yeah. And I was like, oh wow, they trust me already. <laughs> I didn't uh, take a class so, or nothing. <laughs> yeah, so I, I would also have to agree. Uh, being a parent, being a parent to a teenage um, daughter, I mean, it's it's fun. <laughs> it sounds like a crime for help. <laughs> <laughs> it can be. Um, but no, she she's uh, the the best thing, the best thing that ever happened to me in my life. But 
you know, you want to make sure that you're making the right decisions for your child. You want to make sure that you're guiding them so they don't make the same mistakes that you made. And while Mm -hmm. she definitely has a great head on her shoulders you know i want to build her confidence and always say the right things you never know you know what could Mm -hmm. hurt someone's feelings so um yeah being a parent for sure i'm gonna triple down on that and say (laughs) being a parent because it's it's like you'll you want to guide them but then you're like am i guiding them the right way did i say the right thing and then it's like well when they're older, because I'm I'm at the I'm past y'all now. My mm-hmm. son is 23, so it's like, man, I wish I would have did this with him. I wish I would have been able. So now he doesn't. He has student loans. I wish I would have been able to help him get scholarships, mm-hmm. so he wouldn't have to deal with student loans. I wish I would. I wish. I wish. I wish. I wish. Yeah, yeah. But I'm lucky because I had a really great kid, and he turned out so well. But during that time, it's like what if I do this wrong or, you know, I hope nothing bad happens. I hope he doesn't become a, you know, I had him at 19. Mm-hmm. I hope he doesn't become a teenage father. And it's like all these worries that you walk around with as a parent. Um, and then I'm thinking about the story you just shared as, you know, you guys having a baby in the hospital, funny story. I remember I had my son and we were at home. It was like the first week of me having him. And I'm like, I don't know what to say to him. <laughs> I'm like holding him, looking at him like, this is a whole baby. Like, <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this thing? And my aunt was like, you need to talk to him. And I was like, so what am I supposed to say? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. So I was like, oh, okay, hi, baby. Okay. <laughs> um, I Now looking back, but at the time I felt so awkward talking to him because it's, it's like, literally like you have to turn off, you have to turn on the switch of being a parent. And mm-hmm. then, yeah. well, I'm like, I don't know him. <laughs> like that. I don't know anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, I would agree with you all that parenting is the hardest job in the world. Yeah. I feel like to some degree, we feel like how they turn out is indicative of how we raise them, which is it's somewhat true, but they also are going to have their own personalities, their own, you know, strengths and weaknesses, gravitate towards certain things. So I think the most we could do is the best we could do yeah. <laughs> and, and pray about it and, you know, ask God to be their ultimate guide. But the thought of being responsible for another human being it's uh, overwhelming. Like, what am I supposed to do with this? (laughs) Makes you anxious. And then, especially when you see yourself in them, Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, that's like, oh gosh. Like, yeah. Because like, <laughs> like, it's so obvious that they got it from you. So exactly. It's like, dang it. That's <laughs> my trait. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'm like, today, I'm, I'm watching my daughter come home from school, like via the ring camera. And we, we've just this school year, uh, minimally, have started letting her walk home from school. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like, it's, and it's literally around the corner and there's like open field that the kids cut through for a shortcut, but it still feels like, oh my God, like 
is it okay to let her walk home from school? Anything yeah. can happen, you know. But it's like they have to grow up. Yeah. You have to, you know, give them instructions. Yeah. And, and them. yeah. It's, it's just like, responsibility. Yeah. 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 But yeah. She, she's been getting home just fine. But <laughs> now you got to think, when we were growing up, we walked everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> we walked all not, over. Not at seven, though. But yeah. Yeah. I did. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, my oh, elementary school wasn't, wasn't around the corner. <laughs> have to watch me time, yeah. so. I wasn't going to alone. Like today, she walks home alone, not even with the other two little girls on the block. So. That's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. 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 I, I watched her. From the time she came into view of the ring camera, I, was, yeah. I watched her. She, did, she crossed the street just fine. Oh, <laughs> <You know? right. laughs> I mean, I let my kids, they, they've been walking and, you know, to and from, whether it be to the bus or to school, but um, I track them, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm watching them on my phone, like, okay, they... So, my daughter, she's in high school, she is a, a junior in high school, and she, the bus comes and picks her up literally from the door, but I watch her, <laughs> I stick my head out, and I watch her until she gets on there. That's cute. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to make sure she's okay. We're gonna just pause one moment so Bianca can. Please turn off my oven, please. Oh, okay. Thank you. I'm so sorry. I didn't even have an oven issue. (laughs) I have a question I want to ask. Okay. Just press off. Beep. (laughs) Funny. Okay, I'm coming. Never mind now. Never mind. We stopped the whole podcast. Don't worry about it. That's okay. Okay, Debbie, I got a question for you. Uh, like a mental, a mental conscious question. Sure. It up on my phone, so I want to ask it. Um. Okay, back in the show. Just let to edit this part. <laughs> uh, what has the pandemic taught you about yourself? And this is for everybody. Oh, what has it taught me about myself? That I am more capable than I thought I was. Oh. It taught me that um, that just because I don't have the knowledge at that time doesn't mean that I can't teach myself and that I can't then be capable. And sometimes you have to move before you're ready. Is also something else that it that it taught me, um, and that uh, came with me writing my book. Um, Shameless plug. My book is called Nah Self, Let Me Be Great. It's a self-doubt inspiration and workbook. Um, you can get it on Amazon. Just type in mm-hmm. Nah, N-A-H, Self, Let Me Be Great. Um, and it, it, it's a book about self-doubt, and it started from a journal prompt. It just start, started from me. <laughs> kind of writing things down and it, um, me starting to write that built my confidence to the point where, okay, like this was something that I didn't even know that I had in me that was there. So the capability is there. My ability is there. I just have to dig in and grab it and pull it out. Yeah. I think yeah. that's really Yeah. Very cool. What about you, B? You know, circle back to me, guys. <laughs> I have a few things rolling around in my head. 
Uh, you know what? I'm gonna answer it. I'm gonna answer it. So, um, after my husband passed, my husband passed in 2019, and then the pandemic hit right after that. And I remember my son gave me a birthday card or some card, whatever it was. And he put on there, "You're stronger than you think." Than you think. And I really hated the word strength after my husband passed because people kept throwing it at you, kind of like a you'll get a, you'll be all right, you strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that just made me angry. Made it worse. Um, because it's like, well, I'm gonna throw my phone. I don't want to be strong. <laughs> like I I like lost my husband. I don't want to be strong. I need help. Like, I don't even Stop know what to do. Stop <laughs> telling me I'm strong. When people would say that to my face, I instantly get mad. Like, what? You know, mm-hmm. like, what? Mm-hmm. But the pandemic taught me that it's okay to be strong. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I took it step by step. Like, uh, okay, I'm going to get out here. I'm going to, you know, see the world and travel. I went on my first trip without him with the girls to Vegas, and that was a good time. I started doing more things like just going out by myself, you know, nowhere in specific, (laughs) home goods. (laughs) But, you know, just doing stuff by myself and not having that feeling of, oh, I'm missing somebody or, you know, it's, it's sad that I'm doing this without him type of feeling. So I feel like I got my, my strength and a little bit of my independence back so yeah i mean and strength strength doesn't always have to mean like oh i'm you know i'm handling this without emotion you know sometimes strength is more so of hey i need help like there's strength in saying i need help rather than being prideful and holding back and trying to hold everything in so Mm -hmm. i think it's just a matter also just shifting your mindset of what strength is and what strength look like looks like yeah yeah i like that i really like that because i think sometimes my well i'll probably say previously i don't think i still think this way but my previous picture of strength is i got this don't worry about it yeah that's 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 so 90s. <laughs> we not doing that no more. Strength and being vulnerable. Vulnerability is strength. That can mm-hmm. that that's strength also. Yeah. yeah, I think it takes a lot of strength to be vulnerable. Yeah. Something I can also say that I struggled with and probably still struggle with a bit is being vulnerable. But like <laughs> situations will make it such that you don't have a choice, you know. Yeah. But so I would say so a few things that the pandemic taught me. One is that life is a series of random events. Mm-hmm. So you could be the person that is has planned your life out and think you're the most organized, you know, have your <laughs> schedule together. Boom. Anything can happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, breast cancer can happen. Mm-hmm. Death of a spouse suddenly can happen. You know? mm-hmm. Jobs can just close down and shut down and no yeah. longer exist and furloughs and, yeah. you know, all these things are, can happen and nobody's exempt. Yeah. So then yeah. what? <laughs> you know, bill still coming, <laughs> right? Right. And your know, insurance carrier could be like, "I know you got breast cancer, but I'm not gonna pay your STD claim." Then what? You know, it's like mm-hmm. all these things that could happen and did happen. You know, in the span of the pandemic, um, I think for me resonated with like 
we gotta uh deal you know, play the hand we dealt, you know. Yeah. Like you know, some people say, Well, like if you lemons make lemonade, but it's like don't stop there, make lemon pie, lemon cake, yeah. do all the things lemon you bars. can reinversify. <laughs> you know, like, like, you just have to <laughs> you just have to do what you can, control the controllables and Pivot in the back. I like that. End, yeah. you know? <laughs> Pivot yeah. has been our word for this year. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was previously the life hands you bad cards, whatever the other said. I want to throw those cards on the ground. I don't want some cards. Right. Yeah, take those cards back. Redeal. Reshuffle that deck, sir. Yeah. And it's like, um, we just cannot control certain events. Like, we. I, I don't care if you were a germaphobe. You can't necessarily prevent yourself from getting COVID. Yeah. Like, I know some people who literally did not leave the house until the vaccine came out, but they also were, like, probably the most susceptible to it because they kept themselves in a the bubble so much that as soon as they walked out the door, COVID was just waiting, like, oh, I can wait for you to come outside, you know? <laughs> you outside today! <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, we can't control everything. We can't plan everything. You know, life is going to happen whether we like it or not. And you know, all we can do is respond to the best of our abilities and yeah. And um, move ahead. Yeah. 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 I think um, for me, I think it's um same sentiments that you guys made. Like, we're stronger than what we think that we are. Yeah. Um, you know, because like you said, life is going to hit you no matter what. And it's like, your cancer's here at your door. <laughs> it's like nothing. You can't pray it away. Well, you can't pray it away. Yes. But you can't, you can't change your circumstances the way you probably would want to. You mm -hmm. can't avoid chemo you can't avoid what happened with your husband so i think for me it's just like taught me to be a little um less fearful of what's gonna happen tomorrow because while it might be a very scary thing that yeah. scary thing could catapult you to something else mm -hmm. you know um, for me, i lost my job for a short period of time i was furloughed um during the pandemic and it gave me some time to think like mm -hmm. you know like I, I like my job, but, you know, there's other things out there that, you know, right. I want to do to, you know, push myself forward and to be able to do it with you guys has been like such yeah. a blessing. So I almost I sometimes think, too, like if the pandemic didn't happen, would we have started the business? Right, exactly. you know? I think we probably would have been talking about it because, like yeah. you said, you know, thinking about the scary things that could happen. Um, it'll be like, oh, well, where do we start? We don't even know yeah. what to do. But I think the pandemic kind of pushed us into um, not just talking, not about just it. talking about yeah. it. It's like, okay, now what? Let, we talked about it enough. Let's let's move forward because you know the pandemic also taught that tomorrow we don't know what's gonna happen yeah. tomorrow. Mm -hmm. so I just COVID, listen. My husband down in COVID was not on my life bingo card. Like that was <laughs> yeah. not it. I couldn't have gave y'all that. <laughs> so mm -hmm. it's like, well, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So it ain't no point in being afraid of tomorrow because, right. you know, you just got to do what you got to do. Right. Similarly to Bianca saying that she got annoyed with people saying she's strong. I, it was an awkward feeling for me for people to say, I'm proud of you. 
when I was going through chemo. It was like, well, what, what, you know, then I'm so proud of you. And I'm like, well, I don't, I don't, I didn't necessarily feel like I had done anything. You know, it's like, you're proud of me for getting cancer or (laughs) you're like, what exactly are you proud of? But it's like, I, um, I felt like, well, if I could have had my treasures, I wouldn't have been in this space and time. Yeah. Like, don't be proud of me. Proud of, be proud of the people who invented the treatment. I don't know. Well, I think it's also <laughs> the way you handle it. It's more like, I don't have time for this, and this is in my way, and I got other stuff to do. Yes. Yeah. I was and... very much like, let's get this over with. Like, yeah. You know. And yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to chemo tomorrow, but I'm going on this trip <laughs> on Monday, and I'm planning business. So yeah, I was I definitely know. making plans in between. Like, mm-hmm. I knew treatment was gonna have me like sleep for three, four days after. But then on that fifth day, when I got some energy again, what are we gonna do? Yeah, with that's these, around the, chemo. <laughs> the next three days before I'm tired. Again. Yeah, we think <laughs> But that's inspiring to people, you know, you know, especially you don't know what people other people are going through. So just watching you go through that may have been some situation that someone else did, you know, to see. Yeah. And they don't know what to say, so they just say, "Oh, I'm proud of you." <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I had to learn to accept it. it yeah, I mean, that whole cancer journey and everything. I said it, it. That too was like it taught me a lot of things. I had to learn to be comfortable in my discomfort. You know, mm-hmm. I was changing the way I look was changing, um, and it was like. Everybody else was very encouraging throughout that. Even they're like, oh, you're so beautiful. This is me. And I'm like, are y'all looking at the same person I'm looking at? Like, you You know, and I was like, if nobody else is going to tell me the truth, my at the time six year old, she had no filter. (laughs) So I was like, tell me I look nice. I look nice. But everybody else (laughs) was being nice. (laughs) Which she was like, when I first did the buzz cut, she's like, don't get me wrong. <laughs> you still cute, but <laughs> your haircut looks like daddy, you know. So I'm like, okay, at least at least I'm still cute. <laughs> so, Too funny. Yes, but um, I'm sure, you know, I feel like if I had even been a uh I was, I think I felt like I did do some meditation, but it just wasn't structured. And like you said, in the in the fashion in which we think is how you're supposed to be postured and aesthetics and stuff. But I definitely spend a lot of time in prayer and listening and just, um, you know, like there was no option but to rest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I previously have been a person who's always on the go doing, you know, multiple things and mm-hmm. planning the next project. So it was like, it was like a big hard stop and just rest. Mm-hmm. That's what my body had to do to recover. Yeah. So. yeah. Speaking of rest, mm-hmm. I think now is a good time for <laughs> us to have our few minutes of meditation. Yes. <laughs> we decided on two. You're just, just going to do two minutes? Do yeah. a minute? Two minutes. Two minutes. Okay. So I will, 
I hope you guys don't mind. It's gonna be a lot of tippity taps. That's just my dog walking around. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's like background noise with me over here too, but we'll we can get through it. <laughs> um, so I will. We want our audience to do it as well. Yes. So, yeah, so give everybody a second to get into a good a good um, a place. You can even just stop wherever you are. Um, and it could be standing, it could be sitting if that feels better. Um, but just whatever is most comfortable in this moment. And when you are ready, gently close your eyes. Relax your face and chin. Relax your shoulders. And when you are ready, bring your attention to your breath. Breathing in and breathing out. Inhaling and exhaling, inhaling and releasing, inhaling peace, exhaling stress, inhaling serenity, exhaling strife, breathing in and letting go. And now lock into this present moment and notice how you feel. And understand you don't need all of the answers right now. You don't need to react to anything right now. Just rest in this moment. Breathing in and breathing out. And now bring your attention back to the room. Move your head from side to side. And when you are ready, gently open your eyes. All right. Sorry, there's like background noise with with thoughts. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> but it definitely, I feel a little relaxed. Yeah, yeah. Like my shoulders definitely relaxed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't take long for you to get, you know, and, and I think that might have been like maybe 45, 50 seconds, but um, it doesn't take long for you to get there as long as you just, um, you know, center your breath. I think when it comes just in general to not just meditation, but just mitigating um, emotions, it mm -hmm. always comes back to your breath, because if you think about it, 
when you're anxious or even when you're excited or surprised or angry, you always hold your breath, right? You yeah. always, it's always that. So whenever you find yourself, you know, whether it be like within meditation or just with mitigating your emotions or needing to calm yourself down, always yeah. goes back to your breath, always. I like that. Do that. Yeah. yeah. So again, tell everyone where they can find you. Yeah, you can find me um, most active on Instagram at Haven Inspired. Um, of course, on YouTube for new meditations, I post weekly on Sundays um, at Haven Inspired. You can find me on Facebook at Haven Inspired. Um, if for signing up for classes, you can go to haveninspired.com. Um, and yeah, for um, merch is also haveninspiredstyle.com. So yeah, I love your merch. I like your merch. Yeah. Thank you. So, Haveninspired.com to sign up for classes. Yes. Um, how long are the classes typically? Usually thirty minutes, um, give or take. If there's like conversation in there, but uh, mm -hmm. the beginners class, like if you're looking to just start out and learn a little bit more about meditation, um, which is the class that you guys took, uh, that's thirty minutes. And then um, all of the other community classes like that I like to call them, uh, those are also 30 minutes and they vary from manifesting greatness, overcoming stress and anxiety. Um, there's devotional meditation classes. Um, and I think that, that those are the, the three main ones in addition to the beginner's class. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll definitely be taking more classes. <laughs> you have definitely inspired us. Absolutely. We appreciate your time Absolutely. and getting to know you and all those yeah, great sure. things. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Thank well, you. Thank you so much, Debbie. Thank you. Talk right. to you soon. Bye. 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 Well, that was fun. That was so much fun. <laughs> that was a much-needed treat. Yes. You know, self-care is important. Yeah. And we do get bogged down with our day-to-day -day activities and work and life. business and, life <laughs> and all that. Business. So yeah. It is important, Brew Crew, to take care of yourself and take a moment and center yourself. And We're going to take that in for ourselves too, not just reflecting <coughs> it out. Not just reflecting it out to you guys. We're bringing it back to ourselves that we need to also take a moment to center ourselves and meditate because I know after today I need it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to hold you. Yeah. I needed it after today because yeah. earlier yeah. I yeah. could have bought a brick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's all brick. That's the first one. I need to get that. I love that. I can. She has a better Um, But yes, and on top of that, it doesn't take a, a long time. You know, and I think, you know, in upcoming episodes, we'll, we'll be talking about, you know, how just tough it is to be a black woman. Can we talk about that? Girl, Superwoman <laughs> says, we need to talk about yes, that. Yes, we need to definitely talk about woman. that topic. But <laughs> I definitely hope that if you're watching or if this video finds you somehow, that you know that even though life is happening and it could be major things that are taking, you know, a hold of life, in two minutes you could center yes. yourself. Yeah, you know? and we don't know what tomorrow holds, but we know mm -hmm. who holds tomorrow, so that's What's more important? We don't have to. I'm <laughs> I know. Come on. Yes, you can. <laughs>
<laughs> I love it. Yes. But before we go, before we go, <laughs> if you have not placed your Cafe Coco Latte Coffee order, please go ahead and do so. We have our medium roast. And we also have our decaf. Yes, we heard you, decaf lovers. They were loud and clear. We re- released our medium, medium roast. And the decafers were like, uh-uh. I need decaf. Where's my decaf? So we had decaf to go back to our roaster. Like, um. We need decaf on, on the pronto. So, yes. Yeah, so he, he delivered. Absolutely. Thank you, Mike Jones. Mike Jones, mm-hmm. back and we want to thank the brew crew. You guys are so dope. Yes. that we sold through our first batch. Yes, we're not right. sold out, but we sold through our first batch. It had to re up. It had to re up. And again, yes. our roaster was here for it. Yes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so um, we'll be getting more of that out to you guys. But again, you can go on cafecocolatte.com. Yes. You'll see the link to, you'll see the bags going through the screen. Pick decaf or regular, whatever is more convenient for you. We are bringing some more stuff in store, I'm sure, after these, you know, get out here, see what you guys. We're listening to your feedback, see what you guys want from us. Yes. Um, and so we send your reviews, your yes. testimonials. They your, help us. Yes, uh, we keep it coming. Yeah. Keep it the, coming. The reviews help us a great deal, but also seeing pictures of you guys with the bags of coffee is so awesome. Yes. We want to get this product to you ASAP. And we want you guys to enjoy coffee while you meditate. Yeah. Yep, yep. So you could uh, post that on your Facebook and hashtag... Uh, what do we want to hashtag? Coco Latte Now? Yes. Hashtag Coco Latte Now on Facebook and add us on Instagram, Coco Latte Now. Um, and we would love to get your reviews and your feedback and, um, you know, help us improve if we need to or just compliment us. Yes. (laughs) And there is more to come. There's more copies. There's more merch. There's more things to come. So we will continue to add to our products. So stay abreast to everything that's going on with Cafe Coco Latte via (laughs) our newsletter. If you haven't signed up for the newsletter, please. Do so, please, ma'am, please, sir. Cover yourselves accordingly. Yes, and as <laughs> always, keep it brewing. <laughs>